to unemployed actors, to unemployed actors, they're just between projects. Welcome back to Two Unemployed Actors, I'm Max. I'm Sam. Big show today. Uh, <laughs> big show, what we're watching, because mm. guess what, cinema's back, and well it is in Australia anyway. Uh, yeah. Next project, got tapped on the shoulder for something exciting next week, and uh, how to get on a soap as a little sort of instructional guide mm-hmm. from a casting director who casts one of Australia's biggest and long-running soap operas in Neighbours. So, uh, yeah. interesting, interesting stuff today. I feel like we're going to reform yeah. and educate. Reform and, and entertain, That's what which we just always happens. do yes. on To Unemployed. And for those of you watching on YouTube, Fred is supervising as producer yet again, aren't you, Fred? Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> the only producer I know who's uh, quiet and works for treats. Very cheap, very cheap. <laughs> the first movie when I went back, as I've said before, was Unforgiven, okay, which is kind mm. of, okay. And then I went to see Force of Nature with Mel Gibson. It's the yes. one where they're stuck in the, he's not he's stuck, like but he's in a, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then bad people turn up and then he happens to still be a great marksman and his daughter happens to be a great shot and all these other things come together as they do in those good versus bad movies. It's mm. a really simplified, you know, baddies wear black, guys are good. And the guys never miss. The baddies are bad shots. Always miss. And, you know what I mean? Always miss. Yeah. I, uh, I I knew exactly what it was. Like, you know, it's going to be an escapism. Switch your brain off. Just go for the ride. Enjoy. I had the whole cinema to myself. Private nice. screening. So it go class again? No. Hmm. In the VMAX, which oh. for those that don't go to cinema in Australia, it's, uh, it was huge. It's the one like step up seats. From, it's like from normal. massive yeah. and comfortable. And literally I had the whole place to myself, which is fine. It's good fine. Uh, so I felt safe. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> and yeah, no, it was uh, it was okay. I was building <laughs> up though to this movie that I don't know if it's been overhyped or the fact that it's just been, because it's been pushed back and Christopher Nolan being who he is. It's mm. like, it's oh, amazing. Tenet. Did so I went to see it uh, and I gave it its best chance of success, wait. right? Because we're yeah. talking a classic theatre in the Orpheum in Cremorne on film, 70 millimetre print, the way it's meant to be seen. <laughs> Apparently, that was the blurb anyway. The way the director intended. Uh, so, you know, super yeah. wide and it's on print. Because it's one of the few projectors still left in Sydney that, that yeah, works right. at the Orpheum. So anyway, great opportunity. And it was an advanced screening on the Saturday. I don't think it's out till today when this comes out. Yeah. Being Thursday. And uh, <laughs> so, of course, today is not Thursday. Uh, nope. So, um, look, I gave it its best shot. And, and and we were queuing up on the street to get in and everyone, like I felt safe the whole way. Like that ticket list, just scan the barcode, in we go. Not allocated seating, but everyone kind of found their gap. Okay, and that's what it's about now. Allowed a specific gap. number of people. They only booked well. a certain yeah. amount for the whole cinema. It was their biggest cinema because they knew it was going to be demand. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they just sort of, you know, managed, their, managed capacity and said, you know, as you walk in, Look for a space that's got space in front, behind, and to both sides. Both be party. Yeah. Like it's like you know, and and Three common seats. sense. We're there to have fun. You know, no one was too territorial. We're Above, all below. It felt really, it yeah. felt really safe. It felt really good. You yeah. know, and in New South Wales at the moment, it's pretty good. We're not in full severe lockdown like Victoria. No. Um, it's definitely not as bad as other countries. Yeah. Uh, not mentioning America or. Uh, not but, mentioning uh, <laughs> them at all so it's like it, it, so i felt fine and uh i guess i'm talking about everything but the movie for a good reason you didn't like it oh no too confusing i didn't like it not that i mean for those science buffs and i used to love science you know physics in particular so there i was getting a two and a half hour physics lesson <laughs> and it felt like a long trip and because people are saying it's more confusing than inception Oh, that... no, I think once you get up some, a few basic premises in relation to physics, which oh, you're yeah. welcome to Google before or after the film, it won't affect it at all. It <laughs> kind of just felt like action sequences sort of loosely threaded together. 
Okay. So putting the plot aside, uh, which is okay, it's sci-fi. It's not you know a documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you suspend belief somewhat, uh, but you could think it's you know, slightly plausible in places. But um, it felt like they were more explaining, not to confuse or to help you be unconfused, but to cover over some pretty okay. loose. Well, I'm, inter- plot and I'm story interested lines. to see it now because I'm a big fan of Christopher Nolan. Right. And Inception was a very confusing movie that I understood after the tenth time I watched Apparently, it. Apparently, Leonardo still DiCaprio right. still says he doesn't understand it yeah. ten years later. So. But people are saying that in Tenet they needed people like they still don't, they were in it and they don't understand. Look, it was but fine. It was fine. I love Christopher Nolan, and I think it would be very cool to yeah, watch. Yeah, there's a lot of moving forwards and moving backwards, literally, uh, and you. Yes. Get that when you see it, but look, I mean, I just, I don't know. It wasn't. It was a long. It wasn't your style. No, and everyone, as they were leaving, everyone was kind of a bit muted too. Oh no! It was. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I think a bit more attention on the story and an hour and a half, and it just would have been bang, 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 like just absolutely yeah. edge of your seat stuff. So anyway, that was my. Uh, have other, you seen yes the trailer on. for for the new Batman one with uh, Robert Pattinson? No. So there's a teaser trailer that came out. It's very dark. It seems like a very, very a more like dark. Everyone's one. trying to recreate what Tim Burton yeah. did. Suddenly you're looking at a guy in light blue tights running around the sixties, and then Tim Burton comes yeah. out with a dark Batman, and then everyone's kind of trying to. Well, you had it's Christi- like the Joker. Like yeah. how much crazy makeup can we keep putting on these actors? Exactly. They- well, you had Cri- Christian Bale. Yes. Who it was a pretty dark. We're talking about a good actor, great Nolan. actor. Yeah. yeah, amazing actor. And the, he, the Christopher Nolan Batman's were quite dark. Mm-hmm. And now you've got this one. I actually don't know who directed this one, but. There's the, one of them I didn't... I think it was the last one I didn't really like that much. Again, I oh, went to give uh, it a... Uh, Batman Dark Knight thing or Begins the, or something. Oh, we're, we're, the, the one where he's in, the one the he's in a cave thing and it's like... And just, Tom Hardy's like, in oh, it. Tom Hardy's in it. I can't remember anyway. But um, Bane's in it. The mm-hmm. guy with the mask. Yeah. That's Dark Knight Rises. It, wait, is the penguin in the next one? Because I saw somewhere... I think so. There's the penguin in oh, this maybe. one. Because so, I saw a screenshot from well, somewhere. This well, is top of mind. I haven't oh, even okay. researched if the podcast. Well, when they had when they said the date that the film was coming out, yeah. like the year, yeah, they had like question marks in replace of the twos, uh, um, which makes me think it's the Riddler. It's also kind of like every movie. It's like when are we yeah. going to release? <laughs> Except no, it was only in place of the twos. So it couldn't have been three. When will we release it? It couldn't have been four. A great marketing ploy if it is, in fact, going to be another another Joker. But but also, um, it's every movie. Yeah. No, I think it's the Riddler. It's a, that kind of style. Okay. But the Robert Pattinson the one, Riddler, like his, yes, his eyes are like darker and it's like... Yep. But it's cool. It looks I cool. Remember, I remember reading about... Don't what's the first... Michael Keaton. I, yes. remember, I remember reading about Michael Keaton when he was talking about uh, picking up the script. He put it down and gone, okay, great. Love this challenge. But he talks too much. There's too much script. He's drawn lines through all the dialogue. It's like really? this, this Batman doesn't need to explain things. He does things. And mm-hmm. I don't see him as someone who talks a lot. Okay, so tick. So there he is more. And that kind of added to the darkness of it. That was just Michael Keaton being yeah, like, just him. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say any more that's lines. That's right. Inter- <laughs> interpreting the character. Because normally you've got actors fighting over, you know, give me more lines. Give me more. Mm. Give me a nice tight close up for 50 minutes. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, he's drawing lines through the script. And then another note from after wardrobe too, which kind of fell in with the character. No. He could, yeah, couldn't turn. He couldn't turn. I love so that. there's it's this so awkward funny. thing and he's practicing, practicing and finally got, it's just the full body turn. So what you ended up with was this dark character was very reserved when he was in character. Didn't say too much, and which then, is another point of difference between Bruce Wayne and the Batman. Yeah. And also, um, you know, this menacing presence because you've got this dark, yep. quiet 
shape that turns slowly and silently, the full body, and you know, menacing there superhero is a turn. Funny moment in that film where like he ju- he he pops out of the car and he, he pops out and he goes like this, and it's, it's <laughs> hilarious. It, it looks ridiculous. I don't understand. You surely you could create a costume where you could turn your head. Like, I mean, surely. it was a pretty cool costume. I remember at the time sneaking out of school to see the movie and. Uh, <laughs> All, all we'd ever seen until then was, you know, the Batman and Robin of the mm. 60s and 70s. Yeah, Robin's just been cut out of everything, and, hasn't he? Well, I met, I met at the premiere of Batman and Robin. I, and I met Joel Schumacher, Chris O'Donnell, who played Robin. And um, that was at the, at the premiere. It was great. And they were, they were alarming. It was great. It was fantastic. A lot of people turned out in the Queensland for that uh, premiere at the movie world. But it, yeah, it kind of, it's the one, like George Clooney was in it. He was Batman. Most people don't know that. What? Even he likes to forget the fact that he played Batman. Wow. I know. Yeah, bizarre. It was that sort of movie that kind of would have been a great maybe animated film, but mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, you got Schwarzenegger, you got Uma Thurman in it. I mean, it's not for the That's bizarre. want of talent. No. Um, also, in film news, Avatar 2. Avatar yes. 2 is going to be coming out soon. And apparently, so firstly, Avatar 1 apparently took 15 years to create. Wow. And right after they released it, like we, we thought that he, that... Um, James Cameron. James yeah, Cameron yeah. forgot about it, but he's been he started straight on to Avatar two. Really? Already. Yeah, and it's are they making <clears throat> the second and the third movie at the same time? I heard that as well. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: because so it does feel like it's been going for a long time. In good old the New reason Zealand. both films have taken so long is because if you remember watching Avatar, um, not the Last Airbender, the James Cameron Blue People Avatar. Yes. Um, it looked very very good for its time. The CGI. I originally thought they were suits. They looked that good. And that was because, so James Cameron didn't invent motion capture, but what he did come up with was the cameras that sat in front of the face. So then it wasn't like the uncanny valley. So you could actually see the actor's facial expressions and it looked real. Mm-hmm. So he came up, so he kind of like Adapted developed that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's why Avatar 1 took so long. And now yeah. Avatar 2, he actually wants to film the actors in their motion capture suits with with their motion capture cameras in front of their faces underwater. Jesus. Which is something you can play yeah, now as well. you don't want to drown. So and need, it's a bit hard to communicate. Yes, and you need stuff on top of the water so the light doesn't uh, kind of like... Reflect and ruin things. Yeah, and also oh, the reflection <laughs> of motion capture. I'd just be that guy who accidentally plugs things in and electrocutes people in the tank. Yes. You know, that's, that's <laughs> but also the reflection of the motion capture dots in the water is oh. an issue as well. So that's why it's taking so long. But Dots everywhere. Apparently it's coming out in 2022. There's there's some rather big I hope. problems that you talk about. Like That's not yeah. small ones to solve, but hey, they've but got the money in the brain Some of it looks it. amazing. It, it, it yeah. follows the story of... Sam Worthington's character's kids, I think. Okay. Because remember in the even Avatar Where's 1... Where's Sam Worthington been, actually? Where's he been? Has he been waiting for this one, too? Or is, is, has he been in... What's, what's he, he been, been in? Yeah. He was in Fractured, which was oh, that Netflix one. Yeah, that was quite but he hasn't been... No, he hasn't one. done too many. But waiting for Avatar. You remember in Avatar, he, he actually became full-body Na'vi or whatever they're called. Like, he stopped being human because he was in a wheelchair and he was like, I can do yeah. this. And so and now yeah. I think he's had kids. Anyway. Okay. Cool. So that's cool. That's exciting. How the hell are you doing three, I mean, two films that are that big at the same time? Like, I mean, oh, it's obviously going to be, but first of all, cheaper. But secondly, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, you'd want to make sure that you're utilizing the same mm. sort of huge, massive sets. The same. It grossed so much. Yeah. Though. But then Endgame took over. Yes. Yeah. Well, it sounds like fun. Um, sounds like fun. It sounds like the production has been going forever. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, I, I got tapped on the shoulder for a project next week. 
And I love, I love, I love getting offers. I know, you know, it's deadly women. Um, it's it's great fun though, and I do enjoy. I've been on that production a few times now. Uh, but it's great when they send you send your agent something and go, Max can do this. Does Max want to do this? And Max always says, Yes, I'd love to do it because they're <laughs> a great crew to work through work with. Mm. Um, and this time I'm a detective. And uh, I have loosely read the script. I've got to read. It. Oh yeah, <laughs> came, how, offer came so through last like, night. How many lines? Yeah, uh, a few. It's a couple. It's a few scenes. Um, oh, not good. as big a part as the last one, where I was Dave from Omaha just sleeping with everyone, and uh, one of them bumped off the other one that I was sleeping with because she was jealous. So hey, you know, yeah, just poor Dave. Uh, but this one, <laughs> so this poor one, Dave. I'm not the protagonist, uh, but the the good old detective who comes in and pieces it all together. So Very cool. be fun. I feel like I've been planning for that with the interrogation. We heard about that from the guys recently again uh, Jack and Jacob when they came into chat but uh, mm-hmm. uh, an American detective this time so that's great so it's good so things are happening things are moving forward uh, I went and audition in the room again recently uh, mm-hmm. for another father gig for I a am. television commercial I am and what uh, what? obviously obviously they must have thought I was too young to be playing a father <laughs> so they offered it to someone else or too old you know, no not too old <laughs> a little old I still can't get over two years ago eight year old and then last month, Times 18 year old. So they'll be older than me. So. 16. I'm okay. What uh, commercial was it for? What was it? A legal commercial in a regional illegal. area. A le- illegal a commercial. Legal <laughs> commercial as opposed to the illegal ones. A legal one yeah. on a law firm in a regional area. So. Uh, <laughs> in a regional area, close yeah. to you. So it's it, it, the Illawarra, to be precise. For oh, those wow. of you in America, I'm sure you appreciate my detail there. Uh, and how to, get, <laughs> how to get on a soap opera. So I had the opportunity to do a Q&A along with uh, hundred or other people, thanks to technology, uh, Zooming with Taya McLeod, thanks to the MEAA, our union here in Australia, who set it up, talking about you know what they look for, how they find talent, yeah, um, and just sort of how that, demystifying that process a bit. Mm-hmm. At the moment... It's still being filmed. Neighbours is still being filmed in oh, Melbourne. Yeah. They they for the first wave of the COVID, mm. they had to stop production briefly, and they were one of the first to go back with a plan. Okay. Uh, so now, when they're on the second lockdown now in Melbourne, as they are, they're just Plan B as usual. Okay. So, what she mentioned too is each week she gets character notes for guests, uh, guest roles or regular roles. If there's a regular one up for grab. She's looking at showcast and casting networks a lot. So the online platforms where you've got to have your stuff up to date, plus hundreds of submissions from agents every week. She has 22 regulars, guests and the dailies, you know, the ones who are on Mm. Walk On 50 Worders. uh, And they do six episodes a week. (laughs) She's casting for. I mean, that just sounds like a lot of faces to... And and she loves getting fresh talent. And one thing I thought, you know, how often do you throw the net to the whole country? Yeah. Even maybe New Zealand, rather than just Melbourne. Look, with a disclaimer at the moment, with the virus, it's difficult to get in and out of Melbourne without a ton of paperwork and risk. So it's pretty much just casting locally at the moment mm. and those who have tested negative for the plague. Uh, but normally, <laughs> she'll go through showcast and casting networks quite na- nationally and across to New Zealand and brief agents nationally as well and New Zealand. Yeah, right. And then start to get submissions. I think she pushes it out Mondays, Tuesdays, and then gets submissions Thursdays, Fridays, and sets up auditions from then. 
So wow, you, yeah. So it's just every week, to, yeah. And like, even if you're under seventeen, they've got a couple of different acting coaches that are attached to the program. Okay. As you can appreciate with TV, it's very fast. You know, you get the script in your hand, and then yep. you're on set, and then you're being filmed, and you because of the budget, you only get a couple of goes. Yeah, and they're moving on. It's very fast. So it's quite the workload, which is why it's a good training ground, like Home and Away for actors. Like, look at Chris Hemsworth. And lots of actors have come out from that sort of grounding. Because mm. if you can think on your feet and, you know, pull it off yep. under that pressure, yep. even as a teenager, like, come on, you sh- it's a great uh, grounding, great yeah, work 100%, experience. 100%. So it's nice to know, too, that they have some coaches attached to the program to help, um, you know, other actors perfect their scenes, which is mm. great. Because um, as an actor, you probably get, a few lines to turn up an audition. Yeah. You, 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 like it's a page. You don't get to know what happened before or what's going to happen. So you've just got to do your best with what you've got for, for confidence. Re, re, they can't just send it out to everyone nationally. Sure. Um, if you're going for a regular spot, uh, they might give you a few story points. Sure. And she says, always ask if you want to know some, something, you know, maybe I can tell your agent something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't be afraid to ask. And even if, even if you're in the room, I'm thinking this is what's just happened, so let's just move forward. And, like, and yeah, okay, go for it. Let's see what you can do, and then they'll give them some direction. It's just her in the room because it's so fast moving, and she's so many roles going. It, the directors are busy; like oh, yeah. <laughs> they've got a lot to do what's with six the, episodes a week. What's so. the casting called? Like I know uh, you just McLeod. said McLeod. So oh, McLeod casting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Tam McLeod, who's the principal, um, yeah. and this is her baby. Like just to wow. make sure that they've got the right talent at the right time, all the yeah, time for okay. neighbors. Very cool. Uh, so you'll you'll find yourself in the room with her and at times she spent a lot of time and I've heard this from other casting directors too when they think someone's right like they're happy to spend a lot of time working through nerves or whatever it is that might be blocking if them if they think someone's because right because they can see that there's a performance there about to happen Very cool. um, and work to get that best performance because ultimately she's got probably about five or six she wants to push forward mm. to the producers and the director to, to, to pick yeah. from and you know there'll be one or two she really yeah, wants sure. to push so it's she wants everyone in the room to succeed, so it's all about turning up. You're prepared, like we've talked about before. You know, you, you know your lines. You've practiced it so many different ways. Sure. You give you put your best foot forward, literally, for the first scene, and then you be flexible enough to take the direction. There we go. Um, it's as complicated as that. I know it sounds so easy, but then just getting your like people were asking, I don't have an agent. How do I get mm. to you? It's like, well, I do take submissions, but. To get onto because they do other shows and films, mm. but to get onto Neighbours, they because it's hard as an actress, hard work. But you've got to have some professional credits to your name, ideally. Also, go through an agent. So the question is really, well, if I've got to get there, how do I get an agent? And how do I get an agent? I've got to go out and get some experience, maybe some student films, it's some show such reel. A weird One step loop. to second step to three step to yeah. you know before you, you you jump and and you'll be a better actor when you do step on set for these opportunities. Exactly, and it is hard. Like it it, it is a bit right place, right time, and yeah. dumb luck because yeah. it is a bit of a loop. It's a yeah. bit like how do I get an agent? Oh, you need to have some experience, yeah. but you can't get really get that too much experience yep. without an agent. But there are plenty out there. There's Star now. There's online agents, and you can get so much experience exactly. from that. And you just got to, honestly... <laughs> and everyone's journey is different, so there's yeah. no roadmap. Exactly. Really. And with agents, you do have to just, not to the point of annoyance, but kind of push it. So, like, I think I've told this story before. With my agent, I've, I emailed him in 2016. He only got back to me in 2018. Yeah. And that was through my constant emails and persistence. Yeah. And I th- that, you know, m- a lot of people actually like seeing that. You know, yeah. if you give up first go. If you don't ask, exactly. you, don't, you don't get. Exactly. It's that simple because there are other people who are, who are just as hungry but asking more. Exactly. And it was great and it does take time but, you know, it's worth it. 
Um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it was really interesting for her to sort of demystify the process and also sure. see it from her perspective, just how many roles and episodes every week. That's and ridiculous. the fact that simple things still count, like update your showcast, update your online profile. Yeah. Make sure you've got your CV up to date with all yep. your roles. Like little things as well, because she's going in there and looking at, you've got yeah. agents from all different levels yeah. going in and looking at your online profiles. So when you update your CV, I always have a thing where I've done a job, I've got to update the CV and before I can finish the CV and close the document, I've got to make sure it's exactly what shows on Showcast and Casting mm. Networks and IMDB if I need to as well. Uh, just to make sure, then I can close it and go, I've updated my CV because it's yeah. updated everywhere it needs to be. Sure. And recently I've done my showreel edit with the interrogation in. So I'm going to look at perhaps sending it to a few casting directors and just saying, hey, look, I just drop the interrogation in and here's where I'm at, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's talk if you can see me anywhere. I think I'll reword it. Yeah, yeah, maybe not exactly that. <laughs> They'll be like, what is he talking about? I might, <laughs> I might put a bit more effort into the introduction, yeah. introduction and uh, let the agent know also, I'm doing it. Also, exciting news. <laughs> Freddy. Fred. You do you have to push that, that button? Hilarious. That's Obviously, he doesn't think you've got exciting news. Sorry. Fred, you fool. He's the producer. He didn't make the cut. Oh. <laughs> so, um, I've been talking about this for probably about a year now. That short film that I did. Not, not today. today. Thank you. When is it? It's not today, people. <laughs> it's but not the today. Trailer, Tomorrow. The, the trailer has come out. <laughs> Woo! The trailer. Because I was beginning to think it never happened. Yeah, well, it did happen. <laughs> not today, though. Um, but the trailer has come out, and, nice. and if you go to notodayshortfilm.com, it's all there, Looks and good. you can donate because there's. Are still we allowed to put the link in our Facebook? Yes, I'll send you the Please. Indiegogo link, which is the donation page. You can get a cool ticket. Goal. You can get a ticket by donating at least $15. You can get a ticket Wonderful. for the screening after the cast and crew screening, and the trailer is pretty cool that's good i've got to admit it's we pretty have to cool, say that because so you're in it but uh no but it, it's filmed cool <laughs> no it is it looks great i like the trailer it looks it good scary yeah it is scary, scary it looks a bit moody. i sent it to all my grandparents just to freak and I was them like, out i was like caution <laughs> caution uh suicide blood <laughs> and they're like why else. why does he have to become an actor yeah. why all the drama but it was it was yeah so that's really exciting so everyone yeah, watch it. <laughs> that is awesome. I don't know. Hype reel, I don't right know. there. It will be on our website. It will Everyone. Be, Max will link it. Watch it. Everyone watch it. It's great. Do you know what I, I, I discovered last week? Something so simple that can help me so much. And I'm like, because I went into it, I went into it thinking, mm. oh, I don't know. Yeah. But it was free. And what I had the time. It? And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give it a nudge. But how to be present and effective in the audition room. Mm. So you went to a workshop or something? So another Zoom organised by the union with Lisa Dallinger who uh, helped to talk us through. And, and like the time flew really quickly and I actually really enjoyed it. And I came up with a list of things mm. that are triggers for me to help me get in the zone because I'm looking at going how I breathe and all this sort of stuff. Like I'm like, oh, I don't know. I mean, just, you know, how have I rehearsed? It's probably just mm. as important. But I'm like, I actually got it. Like I'm basically... How I breathe normally mm-hmm. when I'm breathing under stress, you know, those short, yeah. fast breaths, and then how to get yourself more relaxed and basically centered so that you're ready to walk in the room, your head's up high, your great posture, you're feeling relaxed, you're mm. in the zone, so to speak. Breathing's a massive thing. Isn't we, it? We, I mean, you'd appreciate it because you're a singer. 
It's yeah, kind of, of important, right? But even with acting, like your ca- the camera can pick up if you're tense yeah. or stressed. Yeah. If the actor's tense or stressed, yeah. not the character. Yeah. And that's about breathing. And I think there's an extra layer too of, well, this is how I've rehearsed the character, how I imagine the character. So this is what I need to change yeah. to be in the zone and yeah. represent the character to the best of your ability. Avoid the foam in the waiting room, no hunching, all that sort of stuff. Just basically just chill, observe your surroundings, you know, go through a little checklist in your head, whatever you like to do. Um, get to your natural sort of alignment. This is what I call in the zone, Max speak, but, uh, you know, and walk with a sense of purpose and energy because <laughs> these are things I might not do. I'm too busy going, hey, how are you? Or whatever. It's like, no, hang on. This get is in a, the zone. Yeah, you're a professional. Get in the zone. This walk with job. your purpose and your energy and make sure that you maintain that until, you know, you're ready to walk 100%. out. Little things like that. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. Like the hour went really quick. And I also helped me recognize a few things that I was sort of self-sabotaging in a way with how I normally Mm, conduct myself in the room. Uh, First of all, keep your clothes on and no. um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Breathing techniques They don't like that. They don't like that. (laughs) So it's funny because the thing I thought I'd get the least out of was something which actually stopped me. And I was thinking about it afterwards and had a few little cheat notes, if you like to call them. Yeah, for when I I prepare to go in the room. So I'm just like, Fred didn't do crickets over my... I'll just Story. have to do it. So it was pretty good, <laughs> wasn't it, Fred? You've been listening to Two Unemployed Actors. I'm Bax. I'm Sam. And that was Fred. And we'll see you next <laughs> week. Bye. Two Unemployed Actors.